0: happy friday everybody
1: happy friday everybody hey man how are you i'm really happy it's friday
0: because it's been one hell of a crazy week but a hell of a productive week at the same time but i'm just i need to sit down relax and just take a minute
1: yeah i know i hear you for sure it was uh, it was a busy week in my end as well uh, but it's a, again, sunny, sunny weekend. We're so, so lucky in Montreal. It's a good time to. Uh, uh,
0: I'm going to go, to go biking like crazy this weekend if possible. Uh, biking? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go try to bike. Uh, I'm going to try to relax and I might go see Top Gun Maverick
1: again. Again. <laughs> again.
0: Because Top Gun Maverick was the most fun I've had in the movies in years.
1: Years like how many years? Because we've seen a lot of good stuff before COVID, so I'm curious.
0: Okay, so something like Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame are those crowd-pleasing moments. But we have, we've yeah. built, we've k- built that into the system, if you will. Like, we've had twenty movies to just build on that, and there are audience expectations. There's attachment to the fandom, things like that. It's part of our pop culture lexicon. Top Gun isn't that. Top Gun's just kind of like a movie that appeared on its own but it's so unabashedly an old school way of making movies it felt like an, an 80's movie just that was released today with 2022 technology, just how the story was told, the characters the editing, the pacing it didn't feel rushed it felt like just the right amount of screen time it felt like a big summer blockbuster with Jaw-dropping cinematography and editing,
1: as we expected. But I'll I'll leave you do your uh, your Tom Gubb review because again, like he's seen it, I haven't. I'm going tomorrow with my in-laws, but it's okay. I mean, I'm 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 okay of being spoiled and for a full spoiler. I mean, review. There's um, not too much to
0: spoil anyway. It's not like a Marvel movie that has this like big reveal at the end of the movie. It's like, I mean, it's Top Gun. You're going for the flights. the, the flights, the
1: chest, the oil on the chest, the volleyball scene. There is that, but this time it's a football scene. <laughs> football scene. All right. Yeah, it's a perfect. beach football
0: scene this time around. Uh, Fred, what are you drinking today?
1: All right. So, what am I drinking? Um, like I told you before the recording, I wanted to try something really new, something I haven't tried before. Um, just out of the blue without even like reading about it or n- having heard. Uh, people trying it or a friend's recommendation. So um, I wanted to stay Canadian. So just honor our whiskeys and our uh, distilleries. So I have a bottle of Pike Creek on my table. So it's a Canadian whiskey. Uh, for If I'm not mistaken, I think it's from Ontario. Is it from Ontario? Yeah, it is. Um, and basically it's uh, finished in rum barrels. It's a 10-year So, what's usually what you find in Canadian whiskeys? And I think we had that discussion when we had um, Canadian Club together last time. I I think (laughs) it was you, one of our first episodes, I think it was you or me. We both had it, um, if I'm not mistaken. But you had the rye version, I think. I had the rye version, and you had the normal version, exactly. Um, And you know what? What you can find with Canadian whiskeys? And usually it's always, you know, what do you. I would say soft, like pretty it's it's not going to punch you in the face. It's really subtle kind of taste. It's really mapley. Um little vanilla creamy kind of feeling that you get sometimes in Irish whiskeys. But this one since it's finished in rum barrels, you get like a, an additional sweetness to the maple at the end. But again, it's really all really subtle, really soft kind of feeling. But it's cool. It's 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 not bad for the for the money. It's about 36 Canadian dollars. Um, it's pretty nice. It's it's. I think it would it would suit somebody who's not used to drinking whiskey to try it. And again, it's it's friendly. It's friendly as it tastes. Um, not as friendly as a Japanese whiskey, but it's friendly. It's it's cool. Um, and there's a lot of sweetness, sweets uh, like soft sweetness that make makes it tolerable for newcomers. So, yeah, it's a good one. So if you can find it in your local liquor store, seqs. It's a good it's a good find. What about you, man? What are you drinking? I was debating
0: hard about what to do because we... we yeah,
1: I was debating sorry, we didn't. <laughs> on
0: redoing that drink, because we didn't really get to talk about it, but I was like, no, I don't want to do like a repeat, and I'll just go back to that one, maybe uh, closer to Thor Love and Thunder. So I went out after work, and I got one of those little airplane bottles, and I purchased the Kraken. <laughs> The, so the, kraken. the kraken unleash it's the yeah, kraken. release
1: uh release the kraken it's release not unleash. Yeah. <laughs> release. so the kraken, the kraken <laughs> it's it's
0: rum uh, you know i like drinking rum as much as i like drinking my scotch and whiskeys uh it looks like coca-cola and i'm having it just oh yeah it's up. dark
1: as hell i can see it on the screen yeah. it's it's freaking dark. dark yeah
0: I'll, it's uh i've had it I before. Was always i haven't had it in a so long time but molasses is the word that comes to mind.
1: <laughs> molasses yeah. for a rum, interesting. That's the, that's the okay. word
0: that comes to mind. It's been a while, of course, but very molasses, very like chocolate coffee. Like we're, we're going down that road. You're not getting fruity with this one. You're getting um, that, like what, chocolatey coffee molasses flavor.
1: Well, the, well with the dark color, I mean, it's not surprising, no. but you know what? It's funny because I know, I know the brand really well. I know the bottle really well. But I'm, I think I'm scared shitless of it because when I see it, I'm just like, that doesn't look appealing <laughs> that much. Like, this,
0: I, I was going to mix it with uh, some Coke or something, but I just, I don't like drinking yeah. uh, sodas too much. So I didn't want yeah. to. And I was like, I could make a cocktail out of it, but I just didn't bother. I was like, i am just gonna pour it and drink it straight up. It's not the end of the world for me. I enjoy drinking rum neat. Uh apparently that's a little bit sacrilegious to say depending on which circle but i find if you can find a nice rum that you can just drink straight up all power to the rum because some rums you just can't do that at all and the kraken is it's nowhere near as good as uh the eldorado rum that i've had on the show before but i mean for the price and for what it is it's i still find it a much better option than like captain morgan or something to that effect
1: yeah, I think you really have a big rum tendency. I think it's been a couple of episodes that you had I rum. I like rum. It's probably the, it's, uh, uh, the carob in me. <laughs> All right, perfect. Well, then cheers. Enjoy uh, enjoy your rum, and uh, yeah, it's uh same here. I mean, for my whiskey, there's a little rum in it, so there's definitely um, a similar trend for both of us Unlike, here. Unlike uh, the so
0: Dorado, the Kraken rum tastes like rum, though. Whereas the Eldorado mm. kind of reminds me a bit more of a Scotch whiskey. Kraken does have that rum characteristic. It has that spice, a little bit of a burn in the throat, but not going down. All uh,
1: right. Awesome. Spicy. Well, you know what? I Maybe I'll be convinced uh, eventually, but I think I'll mix it first. I think I'm too scared of it to just have it, have it neat. But if you still have the bottle at your place next time I come around... I'll, uh, you can challenge me and I'll accept yeah. the well, challenge. Next
0: time you come over, okay. I'm going to show you Eldorado instead cuz that's that's yeah. superior.
1: <laughs> right. superior. You can everyone. demand a, a trial by combat and I'll accept. There we go. So before we talk about Yeah, yes. Well, you know what? No, you you know what? You say it more graciously than I do, so please go oh, ahead. We'll I'll, we'll, I'll we'll
0: just we'll go back and forth on this one, but uh, like, right now, we got Star Wars, Kenobi's Oats, uh, like, I think I've, well, think most people are really, really loving it, but there are a couple of shitheads in the the fandom who are ruining the fun for everybody, so... Uh, uh, to say the least. Yeah, to yeah. say the least, uh, we just wanted to say that those people are shitheads, and Moses Ingram does not deserve the level of hate that she's been getting, so we're
1: saying screw you to the racists on this one. We're not even being subtle yeah, about that. 100% screw you, all guys who actually say, said those things on yeah. social media. I mean, in all honesty, I mean, there's no place for this in the Star Wars universe. And as Ewan McGregor even said so well, like in his recording, I think yesterday, is like, if if you do those comments, you're not even a Star Wars fan. I don't. We don't consider yeah. you a Star Wars fan, so... Yeah, so no, we stand with Moses Ingram and her character. I mean, so far, I find her really interesting, really cool character. So, I mean, if you're not a board, then yeah, screw you. You're not a Star Wars fan. Yeah. So, we're, we stand with her, and Obi Wan is great. Yeah, it's, we'll it's, discuss like, it later it's one, one thing on, to be
0: like, have an honest and open critique about like anything.
1: About the character, it's fine, but yeah. not about no. anything else yeah, like, about the don't, actress. Don't drag the actress into that's not it valid. and
0: don't bring race into how the character is being portrayed because that just makes you a shithead. And we don't like shitheads. And if you are a shithead and listening to the show, you can just stop listening to the show then because...
1: F, <laughs> F off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. We, we ain't got but time for that. you said it's... You, d- you said it like so graciously again you're you're better at these things <laughs> than i am so thank you for your wise so your words of wisdom and i support you and yes we support uh, moses ingram yeah. for sure so, so uh,
0: on the off chance should you somehow hear that little little bow little thumbs up <laughs>
1: Exactly. No, we support you yeah. 100%. Um, um, so that's that's for this. Um, I have something else also I want to bring up, totally different and not again that's not that's just a disappointing news but nothing sacrilegious. Uh, yeah. like, as, this is like uh, just racism on social media. This is just came out. But um, I'm not sure we spoke about it on the air together you and I um, during the podcast. I think I, I wrote about I'm it definitely for sure. Didn't. But I did. Yeah, oh, yeah okay, you wrote sorry. about
0: I, you wrote a review on it.
1: Uh, I wrote, but I'm not sure that we discussed the the show. Oh, you said, annoying, I don't think we talked podcast, about it on the but
0: show. but You definitely wrote about it. I think it's still your uh, your highest uh,
1: reads on the site. Which will confirm my point <laughs> <laughs> again. If it's still the biggest article I wrote on ScreenHub, it's it's wow, it's surprising. Okay, so basically HBO Max announced that they won't renew Raises by Wolf after only two seasons, and I can't understand why they did it because it's a really niche kind of science fiction show. It's not for everybody. I don't think they, they had huge numbers in terms of streaming um, on HBO Max for this show and they decided to cancel it. And it, they shouldn't do that because, again, how they th- left things after season two, I'm just, well, you can't. I mean, it's such an abrupt ending. So many open questions left. Um, do at least a season three to finish mm-hmm. it off. But, I mean, don't just cancel it. And, again, I think there's a... Like, since it, uh, the news came out this afternoon, there's been a wave, I think, of, um, of call-outs from the cast, if I'm not mistaken, from one of the cast members to actually ask anybody to... Uh, another streamer to retake the show. Yeah. And uh, I'm all for it. I mean, it's, it's really original. It's a piece of science fiction that's well-written. And I would say that... Thinks outside of the box. It's not like your regular everyday kind of Star Trek, Star Wars, um I Starship Troopers kind of sci-fi. <laughs> it's something really, I think, religious, myth, uh philosophical sci-fi. I think it's 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 a root and I think I wrote it as, as such. It's I think it's it's like an uh, an homage to old sci-fi yeah, novel. I haven't like seen the, the second
0: de- season, but that's exactly what I thought watching it for a season it feels like a 67
1: yeah like Philip K Dick Isaac Asimov think of like the the best um sci-fi authors who actually wrote on artificial intelligence back in the 50s and early 60s that's it man that that's that's raised by wolves and there's incredible talent involved it's well made well shot um, season two was, I think, a l- s- weird at times. Not as good as season one, but still in we- in went in different routes. But th- we need closure, and I think that they they should at least do one final season to close it cl- to close it up. And if HBO Max won't do it, I would say Netflix should take it. And I think they're good that Netflix to take shows that I think that generated like a cult following and they they demanded for like a final season. I can think of. Series like Designated Survivor, I think, had that treatment. Yeah, Lucifer Netflix. as well. See, I. Lucifer uh, as well. Last yeah.
0: year, I would have agreed with that statement about Netflix, but due to their subscriptions falling, their stock value falling, uh, they came out yesterday saying that they're going to be making less blockbuster movies so they can have. is least likely to be taking on uh, IPs from other uh, streamers now. So I would probably imagine either Apple or Prime picking this up.
1: Apple. Interesting. Well, I mean it fits with Apple's I would say portfolio. So Apple could take Raised by Wolves. Um, but again, I mean, if the, if there's enough people to defend it, and there's which is uncertain at this point because it's not, it's it's still pretty niche. I think that the the, the fan base for Raised by Wolves is pretty small. Yeah. But I think Apple is
0: the niche streamer right now.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Apple TV Plus is definitely the the niche. Yeah, streamer. that or Paramount so, Plus. Yeah.
0: one of those two are the niche ones right now. But I don't see Paramount Plus taking this on.
1: No, I don't think they will. But so I'll 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 redo not redo, but I'll update my latest article I wrote on Raised by Wolves, and maybe do a call out or a call to action for people to support it, and uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, it would be a shame if they just end, ended uh, Raised by Wolves' run with only two seasons, mm-hmm. because again, it's it's incomplete. Yeah. Uh, just one more season, maybe just a, a short season, six, five or six episodes, you're done. But you can just close those arcs nicely. And would it's be, a shame that
0: original ideas are getting canceled, whereas uh, franchises are the, the only thing that we can expect to watch. Yeah. Could not be made today in the era of Game of Thrones. And that kind of made me sad. And it kind of echoed a statement that yeah. Sam Neill made because he was talking about Jurassic World Dominion. And he said that...
2: Yeah.
0: Classic Park is. And it's just things like that. I'm like, I is the audience really not that attentive yeah. anymore or is that what
1: studios are saying audiences are? Uh it's a, it's a fair question, fair debate. I think it's a little bit of both uh in my opinion, but yeah, it's it's a shame. So, that's it for Raised by Wolves. We'll see what happens, uh but it's it's still a shame. Yeah.
2: 30 plus years of service. Combat medals, citations. Only man to shoot down three enemy planes in the last 40 years. Yet you can't get a promotion. You won't retire. Despite your best efforts, you refuse to die. should be at least a two-star admiral by now. Yet here you are, Captain. What is that?
0: It's one of life's mysteries, sir.
1: But I'll leave I'll leave the scenery or at least the stage to you, so you can review properly. Top Gun Maverick, and again, don't hold any any comments back. Go for it, 100%. And again, I think it's only gonna like increase or heighten my experience tomorrow when I'm gonna see it. So. Uh, so the first thing I can say, go say ahead. for
0: Top Gun Maverick, if you haven't seen it yet, by God, you have to see it in IMAX. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. sure. Like, yeah. if you That's if you surprising. see this
0: in a regular screening, I feel like you're going to miss out because yeah. this film was shot with IMAX cameras Sh- onto the plane itself. And there's some of these aerial sequences. Uh, there, there's one part where Tom Cruise's character is being chased by Miles, Telles, Miles, Te- blah, Miles Teller's character who is a, is rooster, he's the son of Goose from the first Top Gun. And yeah. he's chasing yeah, him yeah, down, Goose. and in top, um, Tom Cruise does this maneuver where he's in front. He basically flies behind Rooster by going over the plane. So kind of like he hits the brakes, flies backwards, and so he ends up behind Rooster's. He he does it in the first top. Yeah, run, I
1: think he does like the heartbreak. break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I do remember that maneuver. The
0: way yeah. it's filmed in this shot, like you have the camera in the cockpit, and it's almost like there's a subtle vibration just because of the way the planes are, and the plane just like dominates the screen. And it's almost like it's about to like wrap its wings around you just because it's wow. it's so big and the the way the sound works in conjunction with that it's just one of those shots just like that's one of those shots i'm gonna like there was a scene with val kilmer iceman he's in the his name pops up in the opening crawl so i don't think it's like a huge spoiler it's not like a a big surprise he is mentioned right right away
1: yeah I know there's a picture of him, but I, I had a feeling yeah. we we're gonna so see uh, him see him in person. They, but I'm I'm curious about the vibe with Tom yeah. Cruise because we know his condition. So I I do know they did I think AI voicing on they him. They did AI voicing for one, yeah. for, one for one line.
0: For one line. For one line. Justice, not per se, justice, but they they did him well. They they did the right thing. They did right by Iceman, they did right by Kilmer. It was a very touching scene. It was a very integral scene. Uh the movie almost like hinges itself narratively around this one scene.
1: Really? Interesting.
0: One scene and they made Iceman almost a parallel of Val Kilmer. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So it was very nice, uh, to see and I also had a nice little funny moment at the end of it. The humor in Top Gun Maverick was surprisingly on point. I find they put a lot of Marvel movies a lot of like quips and things now. Yeah, yeah. And there, I actually was laughing out loud with Top Gun. There's a lot. There's mm. a lot of like genuinely funny moments. Um, the, the one thing I guess it lacked in relation to the first movie is the first movie had some, like, iconic lines, like the need for speed and things like that.
1: This one, this doesn't, one doesn't have yeah.
0: any iconic lines. That's the only real nitpick I can think of. That, and uh like Jennifer Connelly's character, she's kind of there more as a plot device for Maverick. She's neither annoying or she drags the plot, none of that. But she doesn't really have an independent character arc. She's more there as a story thread for Maverick. Got it. I mean, so at the end of the day, minor minor problems. Like I still walked out of the movie going, Oh my god, that was amazing. So much fun. I felt like high fiving the uh, sky. <laughs> high fiving the <this> sky, <guy>, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. And the soundtrack was really fun as well, like a lot of uh classic rock uh um, you're gonna hear like the who. You're gonna hear fog hats. Uh, you might hear a certain dangerous song. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, it figures yeah, for so, sure. Like, yeah. I had, it's
0: just one of those like fun movies.
1: Good yeah. to hear, man. Well, I expected this. I mean, everybody. I mean, just on reviews and Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, every, everybody's blown away. I mean, it's everybody's calling this like one of the best blockbusters in recent yeah. memory, and I can totally understand that. I mean, it's Top Gun, and it had the same kind of magic appeal that it did in the 80s. Yeah, actually I actually preferred this
0: one to the original.
1: A lot. That's exactly the question I was going to ask you because a lot of people are even saying, is it even better than the original? And a lot of people are saying, well, yes, it I is. I think so. And I'm just, okay, I, wow. I think it really is. I think so. Yeah.
0: Um, better than the first one. Movie of the year for me.
1: Yeah, Top Gun Maverick movie of the year. At this year. point, well, I'm just at this point. But again, I'm curious to see what other really good. Yes, movies Yes, of course. Of uh, I've seen but yeah, it's no. I think it's a fair point. I think you're right. I think it could be when I see it as well. I can I can definitely say maybe in 2022 it's maybe the best of the year possibly. But yeah,
0: cinematography and editing for the awards season. The, everyone nominated should just start writing their acceptance speech now, because <laughs> mm. there shouldn't be any competition.
1: But. Yeah, you know what? I think that the Oscars, they would be stupid if they don't do this because, again, there's still an issue with them being... How can I say this? More accessible to people with the words that actually matter to the common viewer. Mm-hmm. And by nominating... I think if if it's good, as you say, and, again, I'll, I'll be the judge of that tomorrow as on my end, but I'm, I believe you 100%, um, they should nominate this movie for i mean Best Cinematography. Uh, I mean, this is still... As you said, strapping IMAX cameras on freaking f15, f18s. f-18s. Not, it's not f18s. Yeah, it's f18s. Is, what, is it f18s? Yeah. I would say f35s, but I'm I, no. I, what? Do you, I'm just wondering. The U.S. Navy or the U.S. Air Force? They well, right now. I think they, they. I thought they piloted f22s and f35s. Well, I think they had but f35s as
0: well, The f35s are single pilot planes, and for the purposes of filming Top Gun, because they need. They can't let the actors actually fly the plane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have to use F-18s because there's two um, pilots inside the plane. So you have the actual pilot and the person who's riding in the back. Yeah, okay, because if it. it's but, and that's how it, is it
1: a lie? But I did read that Tom Cruise actually flew a plane. Is it? Is it? Did he? Did he actually flew it or it's in? So it's
0: it's a little hard to tell because I'm seeing so many conflicting reports on how the behind the scenes of this worked for. Everyone else I know that they basically rode shotgun while a pilot took over. And for the actual military planes, I know they put Tom in the back as well, and like a pilot had it. But I've also seen a few reports that they basically made like a stunt plane wasn't an actual uh, Navy plane, and that Tom was able to fly that plane for some of the shots. Uh, And it was fast enough, but but not... As fast and didn't have any like fighter capabilities, but I don't know how accurate that report is. But I've seen it a few but times. Still,
1: it's still saying something. I mean, maybe what you say eighty percent of the shot he's being at the back of the plane, but twenty percent of the shots he actually because yeah. there's the plane, definitely a one plane, shot yeah. in, in the.
0: It's a, you see it in the trailer where you're looking at Maverick's plane from Rooster's plane. And you can tell that yeah. Tom is the only one in the plane there. It's not an F-18. And you can tell there's only one seat and the camera's on Tom. And as he like flies away, you can see the whole plane just go away. And you're like, well, I'm pretty sure he's flying that. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Like an act where uh, Maverick has to fly a plane himself. And just, like, the way his body is moving in relation to how the plane is moving. If he's not flying the plane, I was completely convinced he was.
1: Mm. Like,
0: yeah, just based on, like, how his body was reacting.
1: Can't wait to see it, man. So, yeah, tomorrow I'll give you my impressions. But, yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. And, again, they they totally deserve it. And if if the Oscars want to remain, like, actual and, I guess – Important in this day and age, or just considered, I think they should totally give, like, uh, yes, like I don't know, like consider this film for 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 their selection, cinematography
0: and editing for sure. I think, um, the director Joseph Kaczynski, I believe,
1: Kaczynski, yeah, he he He, would have a chance at the, yeah, no, of course, but it's. It's still I mean it depends how you see it but it's still a masterpiece in filmmaking. I mean it's again it's so many complicated aerial shots. Yeah. Um not everybody can do this. So yeah, they sh- hopefully they'll consider yeah. it. We'll see but it's good, man. All right, can't wait. Tomorrow I'll give you a yeah, heads up. I want to have a
0: message. I want
1: to I want to see the out of the theater reaction. <laughs> we'll do my man. We'll do. Uh, another topic. Now we're back on our couch, <laughs> not into IMAX theaters. Um, I think both and I, both you and I have been catching up on Stranger Things yeah. season four, but we, we're not done because it's freaking an hour and fifteen minutes per episode. It's, it takes a lot. It takes a while to finish se- season four, but I think we're both halfway through. I and, did episode um, five last night. Okay, so don't spoil because I'm still at episode four, but. Um, Again, I am think first reactions. I think we we like we like uh, yeah. we well, I, I would, would say love or like uh, it. I this think is
0: the the second best Stranger Things for me
1: after season yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, I yeah, I like season two. Uh, it's certain episodes of season two, some not, but season three, uh eh, not much. Yeah, uh, three is so far. My weakest three,
0: one. Like it would be from yeah. least favorite to favorite would be three, two, four,
1: one. Yeah okay yeah no but it's really what i like i think the the word we want to use is it's mature yeah. like it's growing up as the actors the young actors are growing up like this is like close to being a horror oh, show for sure there's honestly. so many
0: nods and winks to nightmare on elm street
1: oh yeah yeah like, and so scary many. as hell not just not just like childish kind of show no it, stranger things 4 is actually scary yeah. like not close it's pretty scary yeah, yeah. it's pretty freaky it's pretty scary Uh, It pushes that. Violence uh, pushes that boundary. Mature subject matter. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, I I quite like the mystery surrounding Vecna. I think it's quite interesting that the monster this time around can actually speak.
1: Yeah, Yeah. because they they, the others didn't, and it's again it's one foe because most of the time maybe maybe not well. Well, The first season was one Demogorgon. Season two was
0: a bunch of Demogorgons. And season three was that like season inv-
1: three was just a big, a big one, one yeah. yeah. The vision of the body snatchers, the big spider, yeah, yeah. No, it's true, it's true, true, true. Uh, but yeah, I mean that this like this singular threat out of all the other shows, this one looks it's it's like the biggest. It's it looks like when you're a video game and you're waiting for the big boss fight. That's the big yeah. boss, basically. And I wonder <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's going to
0: happen in the final two episodes because, like, we haven't finished part one of season four yet. And I would imagine there's going to be this big event and there's going to be some sort of dramatic ending. And then we're going to watch the final two episodes, which are between two and two and a half hours, if I'm not mistaken, for those final two episodes
1: each. Um That's a. You know what? Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's never been done for for. a TV show. You're talking about episodes for a TV show. I don't think so. Episodes that are long, long as a movies. Yeah, yeah, it's two movies. Yeah, so those are two
0: movies. Um, I think the final episode of part one is an hour and
1: forty minutes. I think an hour and thirty-five. Yeah, it's a movie again. Yeah, it's a movie. So, yeah, exactly.
0: Like no wonder it's taking us a bit of time. We got this and and Kenobi to juggle. Like we only have so many hours in a day after our day jobs
1: so no this one is hard to finish to be honest i mean not it's 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 super good it's really interesting but again it's the time i mean do, sometimes i can just binge watch like 20 to 30 minutes episodes of a show i like on my computer screen but this one is it's too freaking long <laughs> <laughs> it's it's too long but like i like that, that it's like good. at the same time uh, like, yeah. I'm like i'm I, yeah. I don't
0: feel the need to binge And i know a lot of people are like must binge i don't like binging I'll do like one a day kind of thing. And that's what I have been doing one a day, watching it. I'm going to watch another one. And you're one good.
1: And you're good doing it. I can't even, you know what? I'm not even able to do like one a day. I mean, I've started Stranger Things for, what, on Sunday? And I'm at episode four. So, I mean, it's <laughs> halfway in episode four. So, I mean, it's, um, I'm struggling. Yeah, I'm trying, there. but I'm you'll struggling.
0: So. <laughs> I wonder, it'd be really nice because we know season five is going to be uh, the final season of Stranger Things. And this season seems quite big. I wonder if the show will, because every season there's been like a threat and they defeat the threat. I wonder if Vecna will win this season and then he'll come back next season. Like, I wonder if he's the big bad for the rest of yeah. the show.
1: It's hard to tell at this point. Again, I'm not as advanced as you are, but he looks to have like enough importance. Yeah, he looks like endgame kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That like he needs like a lot of people to confront and to actually lose because if it's just eleven, if maybe it's not even enough. So yeah, no, for sure, I would, I would see that or that there's another spin or I don't know. I am not even even sure if it's true, but I'm just curious on how the character of eleven, like uh, Mili uh, Bobby Brown's character, is gonna evolve because I was I was under the impression after. Looking at uh, looking at the show since 2016, that she was actually become the big baddie at the at the very end, uh, and they'll need that'd be to interesting. But I don't think they're gonna go beat eleven. But I'm not. I'm sure they're gonna so. do this. But because season four starts pretty rough for her. I mean, like since the very end, I'm, I think it's the same for you. But I mean, eleven's ha- like is having it really rough in season four. She's not. She's not in the best place. So. Yeah, again, I'm curious, like, how they're going to push her character to f- until season five. But, yeah. Um, no, it's good. I mean, it's it's still it's stranger Things, So a lot of good music. And I, I laughed. I, I found it so interesting that one of the 80s song. What is it's it? Uh, I think Kate it's re- Running Up That L yeah. by Kate Bush has been <laughs> number one on iTunes since it actually <laughs> was released in the 80s. I mean... Like how how much of an effect does like a, a kids like again yeah. like quote like quote unquote kids show have an effect on popular culture from the 80s man it's it's crazy it's
0: really impressive and it's it's not just Kate, like Kate Bush is clearly the winner out of this but there's I think yeah. the Stranger Things effect has had it's uh, it's fingers in a lot of pies if you will like since Stranger Things can come out I think there's been like a resurgence in Dungeons and Dragons for example. Been a lot of interest in yeah. like synthie music, um, and now with this episode, I'm seeing a lot of interest in like '80s thrash metal because of Eddie's character.
1: And yeah, like he's yeah, no, the, people the love Jocko. that '80s. No- so
0: yeah, there's there's a lot of '80s effect that the Stranger Things oh has. Oh
1: yeah, people love it, man. The '80s nostalgia. I mean, all the. F- sequels that you have for popular 80s culture this i think this is one of the key starter of of, of that yeah. nostalgia just uh, the stranger things um, but I- i'm vibe, ready for but the but 90s nostalgia though <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be yeah, exactly. us yeah, we're, we're ready us to get our
0: 80, we're not we're ready for our 90s fix we want to see like tv shows or el- early 2000s yeah, as well true. i mean late 90s again, early 2000s. but we want to see kind of like there's a scene in boyhood but we want to have those scenes where like the kids come home And they put on the when they're playing halo they They put on dragon ball after school or something like that there's a lot of things that speak to like our generation that are key or you come home four o'clock pokemon's on
1: (laughs) i'm i'm really glad that you mentioned that scene because again i i remember watching it with my family and i think my brother was in the room as well and that that scene when the boys were coming back after school and playing halo 2 I was just like, Oh Jesus, that that's yeah. us. That's our generation. Yeah, that's, that's our slice. If I watch this movie in ten years and I have a kid, I'm gonna say, Well, you know what? That's that's your dad. That that was me and your your uncle, yeah. basically. And it's rare that I can actually find like generation defining films or moment that I would say that with this, I would say maybe the social network would be one movie yeah. to look at it. Maybe like that launched the whole startup era. Um, I would say that's also a movie that can generate our generation. But yeah, that can. Uh, sorry, that can just like summarize our generation pretty yeah, well. But I want to see like a nineties
0: um, hangout movie,
1: like uh, like a dazed and confused but,
0: kind of, but in the nineties.
1: But nineties or early two thousand? Uh, yeah. Because or again, like I know you're a little older than me, but <sighs> we were we were young in the nineties. I mean, I, in two thousand, I was eight. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, I, I I really starting, I really started to have a life or just a social life maybe like in the 2000s so yeah yeah for me maybe early 2000s if they they do reproduce anywhere between um, like
0: 98 and
1: 03 yeah yeah american pie kind of (laughs) yeah (laughs) kind of kind of sector yeah kind of uh time 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 lapse there yeah but yeah so far really enjoying stranger
0: things at this point uh i i quite like the extended runtime
1: of the episodes I like the
0: practicality of uh, Vecna's costume as well.
1: Yeah, it's uh, practical effects. Not well. I mean, there's, there's some CG special elements there to it, for yeah, sure. But, but it's yeah, it's actually. Uh, but the suit, that's the suit itself is yeah. practical. Yeah, Stan Winston kind of feeling. Yeah, very yeah, much good. that.
0: That's cool. Uh, we had a Robert Englund cameo in episode four, and that scene was straight up Silence of the Lambs. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, like no, no, for sure. I mean, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm at that scene. Don't spoil any uh, other thing. But I do. I, I've reached that. Okay, point you haven't finished the episode meet yet. His character. No, okay, no, so. no, but um, but yeah, I do, <laughs> I, do, the, I uh, do, know what he looks yeah, like. That's but, uh, um, I knew I, I
0: yeah. the guy that they're talking to. That's Robert Englund, who plays Freddy Krueger.
1: Freddie Krueger. Yeah. He doesn't look that old, though. I mean, I don't know how old he w- he was when he started playing Freddy Krueger. Not not that old, I guess. But uh, I would
0: imagine he's in his late sixties. Yeah. But I would have to look that yeah, up. Yeah, he's. But again, he's
1: not that old. So he's. So that means that when he actually played Freddy in the first one, he was pretty young. He was like what, thir- like in mean, his see. like early thirties? Early thirties? I'm gonna look it up yeah.
0: right now. Just to find out, because now it's gonna bug me. No,
1: even that, er- uh, like twenties maybe. So right know.
0: now yeah. he, he's
1: actually 74. <laughs> oh okay. Uh, so yeah, it's older.
0: Uh speaking of like So yeah, he, he, but
1: he was still in the story these, yeah.
0: Oh uh, yeah, we, we were talking about like the
1: age but a
0: quick interlude But we lost Ray Liotta recently as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah, we do. We did lose uh we did uh yeah, we did lose Ray Liotta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's I know a lot of people are are like only referring or referencing um Goodfellas, but he's done a lot of stuff after that. I think he had like a resurgence after twenty, I don't know, twenty eleven maybe. That he played a, in a lot of movies, sometimes smaller roles, sometimes yeah, bigger he had a roles. smaller role. But uh, I think many he had, saints.
0: Uh, but yeah. he was in like a lot of classic things, Field of Dreams. He
1: was Tommy Versetti in GTA Vice City.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: No, but good at, overall, good actor. I think that he. He had, I think he was underrated, that yeah. guy, because he's still like, apart from Goodfellas, I think people give him only this for credit, but he's definitely his biggest and a most lot of influential things. role. It, it's yeah, hundred percent. But I think he's still, yeah, he was underrated. Yeah. It's, it's, he's a good actor, really versatile. And yeah, no, it's a sad, uh, sad yeah. passing for Shane. He was young. He was I mean, 67. he's not even in his yeah, seventies. he 67, died in a Seven, yeah. yeah. Like nothing else? Just the have cancer or just Don't know. heart attack? Yeah, that's just it. Just died in sleep. All right. Yeah. Well, that's the best way to go. Yeah, just too young. Yeah. Too young. Too young. ah, poor him. Yeah. yeah. Well, rip re, uh, Ray Liotta yeah, for sure. Definitely that's needs a, a, a
0: fellow's rewatches on the horizon.
1: Yeah, I'll do that as well. Yeah. It's been too long. But um, far back as I yeah, can remember. So
0: I always wanted to be a gangster. Yeah
1: a gangster yeah the opening line yeah, yeah. of the movie that's so good 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 wink so stranger thing it's good uh we'll do maybe like a, a review when we're on the podcast when we're done watching yeah. it but after, for, uh, for now uh, i mean if Vol- you're a fan i would say yeah if you're a fan of it uh go for it it's good uh and it's if you're if wondering if it's like too childish no it's don't worry it's 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 solid. It's mature. It's uh there's violent elements in this that I didn't expect. It's uh it's it's grown up. It's a grown up version of the the kids that you knew um since twenty sixteen. Yeah. It's it's really good. Yeah. L- really style not style of substance, I think this time. It's there there's good meat yeah, around the bone. I so no, it's a good show.
0: Speaking of violent and dark uh obi-wan kenobi part
1: three <laughs> jesus christ and now the big topic we arrive finally yeah, i found a nice uh, uh, segue plug there <laughs> but let's get back to the start because we haven't t- discussed obi-wan since uh since it started last yeah, week so, so we're halfway one, done three. the show already yeah, Jesus, it went to, in two in weeks. Two weeks for Half a Gun because they
0: put the, the first two on last Friday. And then now we're here on Wednesday and we're talking about it on but Friday. But I'm glad
1: they did. I'm glad they did. They did two episodes. Yeah, me uh, too. First. I think um, uh,
0: ending it on the first episode, we would have been going, oh, is that it? And then we would have the second episode. Yeah. And that's when the momentum really started to build. But by clumping both of those together and ending that first debut with. Hayden's close up when he's in the the back of the tank, terrifying.
1: It didn't look like him though. I mean, I, really? I was looking I it at did. it. I was like, "Yo, oh, they really, really yeah. did." Okay, maybe I'm missing something. I didn't, I didn't recognize him that much. But um, you start or I start because I think we want to do first impressions and we can do nitpicking and go. Oh, into I talked it, about Top deep, Gun, so why don't stuff. you start? Okay, <laughs> sure. All right. Um, I like it so far. It's great. Um, I think it's as good as I expected it to be, um, except for episode two that I didn't enjoy that much, but um, it's good, it's good. I am sur- I think I would say the word that I would use is, ep- I'm surprised on a few s- things they decided to do with it. Um, I think episode one was pretty much exactly what we expected, because there's a lot of scenes from episode one that we see in the trailers, so think is really much like a, a rundown of everything we expected or we saw so it was i think episode one was reassuring so we had obi-wan on tatooine we knew exactly what he was doing we, he was working he was super um watching over luke he had conflicts with owen uh, the inquisitors visit tatooine because they heard rumors of a jedi there which is not obi-wan um so everything in episode one worked and it was reassuring and it was good it was ex- exactly what i expected it to be so episode two, we're off. But again, the one thing I was surprised, and again, is that they actually, Leia is a central part of the story. Yeah. And I was like, okay, all right. I didn't expect this, but it's fine. I can I can go, I can understand why they chose to do this. And the casting of young, young Leia is pretty good. Yeah, she's Honestly, great. I mean, she's... She's great. A lot of personality. Really good screen Subtle presence sacks, um, too,
0: which is key for like, yeah. like when Kenobi goes like I- I'm going to be your father and you're my daughter, and she just goes grandfather, grandfather maybe. maybe. <laughs> it's so yeah. good.
1: Yeah, it's so good. And uh, she looks younger, I think, because yeah. she's supposed to be ten, 10 but she looks I buy like six, seven, yeah. six. Yeah, I, I've, I wrote about that but, in my critique. I'm like, I don't really
0: buy her as a ten-year-old.
1: Yeah, I don't either. But um, still, really cool casting, and I was glad that we actually got to see Alderon. I was like, "That's cool. Like we were waiting for this. That's that's nice. Yeah. That it looks really cool, diplomatic, really aristocratic planet. Really nice." Leia found um, trouble in so,
0: Alderon places. Exactly,
1: <laughs> but the way she was captured, I, I wasn't a fan of it. But yeah, still, that's I mean, probably my
0: biggest criticism of the first episode i feel like the the chase scene was very poorly done
1: poorly done. poorly done the the end Um, result is
0: her being captured and i feel like they could have had something where flea from the red hot chili peppers confronts her and she just sort of like looks up in fear and you have a hard cut and she's captured in the ship and you have the same result i feel like they could have just cut the chase out completely
1: yeah yeah. yeah. So episode one, apart from this nitpicking, was great. Episode two, even though I enjoyed Daiyu and I loved the final, I would say maybe what, not, not even five, five minutes, maybe, yeah, two, three to five minutes of the episode. The rest, I was like, it's a little slow. It doesn't move that much. It's, uh, I don't know. And a few characters in this, not a big fan. But the, the reveal of the last few minutes was amazing. So... I enjoyed the f- final minutes of episode two. And then episode three. <laughs> episode three. Um, you know what? I think it took me – I think it's it's going to take me a few a few times to watch it again to deeply appreciate it because at first I was – I think I was shocked at what I saw. I was just like I didn't expect it this so soon in the show and they they just I, I think it was just too abrupt <laughs> just like what all of this in w- episode three and I, I expected maybe most of this for the final episode but they gave us halfway it was just all right sure all right i'll go for it so i think that vader we, we see vader in in full in episode three and i think it was well done so i have to give him that i think that vader was really well was done uh, the voice nor terrifying to say the least the voice the normal voice is back. I I think they did some computer normalization, I think, of Vader's I voice. Think so because as well. in Rogue One it was it was a little fucked up because we can hear James Earl Jones' age. Yeah. I think. He was like an aging voice. Here I think it's it's exactly as it was in Empire Strikes back. So you're just like, okay, so it's it's normal, Vader. No, you so know what I noticed about
0: the voice in episode three specifically? Yeah. And I haven't found anything to say otherwise, but specifically with the line when he says, I am what you made me.
1: It sounds like Hayden. It sounds like Hayden.
0: And I wonder if Hayden and James Earl Jones either recorded the line at the same time or if James Earl Jones was almost mimicking Hayden's speech pattern.
1: I think it's the latter, but I think that they... And again, I, they mentioned this in articles, but I think that they really, kn- they knew that they had to get Vader right because of the backlash of Rogue One on a few th- scenes. Uh, so I think that I'm sure James Earl Jones and Aiden worked together to say, okay, I, I need, uh, I'm, I'm going to do my voice, but I want to sound like a younger Vader, like that's closer to Anakin. So I'm going to try to mimic what you say and mimic your emotions. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how they work together. I'm just curious if – is Aiden under the suit yeah. all the time or is it somebody no, he's else? he's in the suit the whole It's time. Aiden. Yeah. All right. Okay. Because I thought they had another, like, bigger and taller body double. He's to, wearing to do um, Vader.
0: elevated boots.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Um, but Vader, I mean – this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The scene in The Village – um, like dragging people with the yeah. force, force, like force, force the, choking the, the children. He snapped the child's neck. He snapped the child's neck. I was like, okay, this powerful stuff. Also, powerful I wasn't stuff. expecting That's awesome. anything That's made by Disney to go that dark. But it's good. I'm glad they did it because that's 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 okay. That's what Vader at this stage was supposed to be. So I think that at this stage, all of these scenes, even the first scenes when he's talking to the third sister through the hologram and him uh, like just build, um suiting up, we're all good. Everything was good. I have though some issues with the last scenes with him. So the the duel, if we, call it, we can call it a duel. And the final scene with the fire, I have issues with. Um, so I think I, I'll need to see what the rest of the season has to offer us and rewatch it maybe to understand. But I think this was made a little in an amateur way. It didn't look like a Disney budget when I was looking at it at the screen. It looked a little fan-made to be to say the least, but. Again, it's just that it's so abrupt. I was expecting this to come later on that, actually, Obi-Wan and Vader are facing in the third episode. That was like, that's that's a little quick, guys. I mean, keep the suspense maybe for later, not now. Because now you're telling us there's there, there, there was not just one rematch, there's two, because Obi-Wan will surely meet Vader again before the end of the season. So I'm just like it's it's a little much, yeah. but okay. It, I don't know what you think, so I'll leave the pu- I'll, I'll I'll send a puck to you. Uh
0: will well, a lot to say as well. I'll bounce off your final statement, I guess, since that's where we, we went there. Uh I was also surprised that we had the the first rematch so soon. Um I think and this is gonna be me predicting where we're gonna go narratively, but I think now that Kenobi's basically had his ass handed to him and he's sc- confirm that Anakin's back and all his worst horrors coming so when he's at his lowest low I think Qui-Gon will come to him give him that yeah, give him sure. that TLC that he's been missing and he's gonna come back that's a given. And, yeah. and then he'll rematch uh, Vader with that like renewed confidence and, and then by the end he'll be like stronger and more determined that's where I think they're gonna go with it so now I'll backtrack we'll go to episode one part one as we called yep. it uh, i quite liked part one quite a bit i was totally surprised at the leia introduction and how important leia was to it uh, at the same yep. token and I, I mentioned this in my review and i talked to you about it uh, i and it looks like the show is kind of going in this direction but we have bad batch mando and now kenobi which are three of the four Disney Plus Star Wars shows that involve a older mentor figure protecting a With young a child. child. Yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, it almost seems like uh, Disney only and Lucasfilm only have one bag of tricks at this point. Like, is it a solid yeah. narrative? Yes, of course, but at the same time, it also does feel a little uninspired. Uh, I was kind of hoping that Leia w- might only be around for an episode or
1: two. One episode, yeah. And that was sort of mm-hmm. be like the, the I, catalyst I, yeah.
0: event, but she's very much with him. But I think for the rest of the season, uh, th- I think she's yeah. there. So I was a little
1: surprised. I think by in IMDb it's noted that she's there for the, the six yeah. episodes. So yeah, she's, so she's there. I was to a little end, surprised but, by um, that, and like uh, it,
0: it is a little like oh, Disney's uh, doing that story again um so we'll see where that goes overall
1: uh i quite liked the how low
0: ben it was in the first episode
1: yeah and it still is to this yeah. point i mean even after episode three obi-wan is really really not in the best nah. shape i mean he's de- he's depressed he lost touch with the force he's not even able to defend himself well except with the blaster i guess but he's no, no, he's he's weak. Yeah. Obi wan I think it's to say the least. Obi wan is he's weak, weak and, and he's
0: uninspired. He has no hope.
1: Yeah. No, and it's uh, it, again, it's understandable, and I I can still I can still buy it. I mean, it's been ten years. He has he hasn't spoken to anybody from his from the Jedi Order that much. He's been trying to reach Qui Gon, yeah. not able to. Um, I don't think he's been yeah. speaking with Yoda. I think he's been pretty much like a loner all that time, and he's he's really ptsd after episode three so i mean it all works out i mean it's it's fine question picking um, up the jedi
0: so. but in part three quinlan Voss was name drops and uh, obi-wan was like oh quinlan and that was like oh quinlan and quinlan well, he had he showed up in one episode in the clone wars but the fans really like him from like the comics in the books he's um, a yeah. he's a jedi whenever he touches something he can sense where that thing has been in the force. So it makes him an excellent tracker. And he's always been sort of like the undercover guy. And in the book, dark disciple, which adapted some clone wars arcs that never got made, the Jedi order was basically like, okay, the war is going on too long. Everything we've tried to sucks. Quinlan, you're sort of our like rogue asset. We want you to go and assassinate Dooku. So they sit, so they send a jedi to a seth it's like the most un-jedi thing you can do Uh, and quillen actually like goes to the dark side to like try and do this and asajj ventress of all people brings him back to the light side so Quinlan's this very interesting character where he's always dealing with like the dark shady world and he's he's embedded in there but he's he's slick and cool at the same time so we hear that quillen survives i wonder if o'shea jackson jr who's confirmed to be in the show is Quinlan it'll be Quinlan yeah and if that might not be a setup for a Quinlan Vos show, because Quinlan's a character that has a huge fan base in the diehard fandom who hasn't really had his moment yet
1: maybe interesting I don't know enough uh, about the character to to say for sure but it's it would be cool uh, um, to have another Jedi support Obi Wan in this in this venture for the next three episodes, so yeah, it would be it would be it would fun. Be interesting. And I think he's but,
0: a, a unique enough character where he's not just another Jedi.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And same as me, I think that you had similar issues with Episode Two. You didn't like Episode Two that much, same as me. And Episode Three, I'm I'm am curious to see if you're yeah, conflicted as I am because uh, I really enjoy it, but I'm just like oh, I'm not. Ugh. It's maybe too much, maybe more than I expected, and it's not well-placed, so but again. My main story, issue with know. the show
0: overall, and I'll talk about my nitpicks for part two in a second, but I'm a, I'm a canon junkie. Like I read the books, I read the comics, yeah. I play the games, I watch the animated. So like, I, I basically like syringe my Star Wars into me. And the <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi show contradicts a lot of canon
1: to yeah, yeah. A
0: lot of things like I'm sure the Grand Inquisitor is coming back because he's in Rebels.
1: For sure. I mean, that's too much of a of a red flag. I think it, that I think my, my 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 idea is that Darth Vader saves like this card for last. He's like he's playing and yeah. he's towing with the with the Third Sister, and I'm like he no Grand Inquisitor is still I, alive. I would but imagine He's going to so. come back. Maybe at the last. But there's also things like
0: before this wasn't an issue, but part three kind of made it an issue, but in A New Hope, uh, Leia goes with the, the hologram, and help me Obi-Wan you're my only hope, uh, you yeah. serve my, my father in the Clone Wars and for part one and part two, you're like, oh, but Obi-Wan only introduced himself as Ben but then last episode, when he's with uh, Tula, who's from uh, Game of Thrones mm-hmm. she says, well I thought you were Obi-Wan, right in front of Leia and that sort of undoes that yeah. Like statement Like you can justify, like, oh, maybe Leia didn't hear, her, but she was like, she was in the same room, and it wasn't a big room, it's so there, there's a lot of little canon things like that that sort of just contradicts well, a lot of things that we've come to know and expect.
1: Can, can Jedi erase memory? Because maybe that's one one card it can play that at the very end. Not that I'm aware of, like, Obi Wan erases Leia's memory, but the, yeah, that would be uh, uh, an
0: unusual. <laughs> Thing. And then, now that that's out of the bag, like why didn't Leia go? Hey, like can you help me? Like you're the one who saved my life when I was ten years old. It's not like she was like four yeah. and she forgot about it. She's ten. Like she's a preteen.
1: We we can start nitpicking because I have one regarding uh, the Organas, and I think they or they're overplaying the relationship between Obi Wan and Bail Organa because. What we understand is that Third Sister actually knows that Obi-Wan and Bale, like, were friends and worked together. That's why she went after Leia. But I'm like, but how did they actually end up together, af- like, except for right after Order 66 in Episode 3? I mean, for, from what I knew, I mean, Obi-Wan and Bale didn't know each other. Like, they didn't... Yeah. I mean, I don't know about the, the, Clone, the Wars, Clone Wars, but there's not... Okay, so that okay, so I'm in yeah, the wrong. But even I'm in the sorry. Clone Wars, yeah.
0: you wouldn't get the impression that they're, like, best friends or anything. They they probably share, like, a few scenes together. They are aware of each other, but uh, they're, Bale's not in every other episode going on adventures with him or anything like that. It's,
1: uh, All right. He, he's, so maybe I'm in the wrong a little bit, but still, I mean, to to have that assumption to say that, oh, Obi-Wan was so close to Bale Organa, we're going to go after his kids, so Obi-Wan is going to come out. And I'm like, well... How can you know? I mean, they didn't... Apart from things that you didn't know that actually did in episode three, that you don't know anything. Like, what is, what is there to know apart from this, which you don't know? I'm, I'm like, I, I don't know. I think
0: Bale sees it's Kenobi a of more as an <laughs> asset rather than like as a friend. Because I think Bale trusted yeah. the Jedi and there's only a small handful left. And he was with him right after Order 66. He knows Kenobi was on the council only two council for his left so he's put his trust and his faith in a former council member
1: oh no but you know what I, I, it's totally fine I understand why Bale goes to Obi-Wan I'm just curious as to why third sister actually makes the connection as okay if I kidnap Bale's kid Obi-Wan yeah, is going to show up
0: it's a little bit of a so stretch just, but there is yeah. stuff in the Clone Wars that sh- do show them together
1: Okay, yeah. all right, I'm going to buy yeah. that. But that was one of my nitpicking. And again, the, the only big nitpicking I have, and we can jump to episode three now, is Vader's last action. Well, before we episode. do that, I still
0: want to touch base on part two a little bit as well. Yeah, please um, go ahead. I quite <laughs> liked the the mise-en-scene for the, the city. It was very Blade Runner, very L.A. Uh, yeah. I also really liked the the tension between the Inquisitors over the first two episodes. It's very competition. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. uh, it's very hierarchy-driven. It's very rank-driven, very goals and ambition-driven. It's not just like, here's my lackeys, follow my orders. They're, they're very greedy for power. And I do like that there's conflict within the ranks. Uh, the one thing I wasn't too crazy about with Part 2 was Khalil Johnny's character.
1: Yeah, me yeah. too. Same thing. I think it was the worst part. Yeah. of the episode. I mean, he was fine yeah. towards the end, but his his
0: first scene where you introduced him, I thought he. As a Jedi. Yeah, I yeah. thought he was
1: way too Marvel. True, yeah. like there was a humor that was offbeat there. Yeah, it there. didn't feel a right. few lines. were was just like it was, eh, was way too. No, that's not Star Wars. Yeah,
0: way too modern day Earth. That's why I go to Marvel because it, it felt very marvelly. And it it took me out of the episode. It wasn't that the character was bad. It was just... I was super aware that it was Khalil
1: (laughs) Nanjani. But his very existence... Not his existence, but what he does doesn't make sense. Because Jedi are the most... One of the most wanted... I would say, not species, but I would guess like... I mean, order or people in the galaxy. And he dresses himself as a jedi has like um magnets i think in his hands so he can like move things around and i'm like well you're gonna get caught doing this and people actually brand you as a jedi why, why why are you actually doing it's like this like ben this hiding hiding, sense. hiding like, wearing jedi
0: robes like after episode one it's yeah like you looked more or less like a jedi in the first episode and now that you're traveling around trying not to be a jedi you look very much like a Jedi. Yeah, true. So yeah, I true. I don't know but what the still, uh, incognito yeah. rules are in Star Wars, but it's uh it's a little little weird to say the least. A little weird. Uh, part yeah. three. I it's that's definitely the best episode for me of the three so far. Uh, very solid introduction with yeah. uh, Mustafar. I liked how yeah. the the flames in Mustafar, the lava. Seems more intense than a in rogue one. I thought that was a nice parallel to Vader's simmering hatred. Because
1: I'm rogue. Vader was well yeah, done. Vader was in the super episode. Well done.
0: Uh, I like the, the castle. I've always liked that. I want to see more of the castle. Um, when it comes to the Kenobi stuff, I like that he went to this planet. And if he just stayed where he was, he would have been picked up. It would have and been everything fine, would have been yeah. fine but he's so like jaded and doesn't trust people that he's like no like no one's coming for me like i don't trust anybody and literally everything onwards is a result of that action and he comes across zach braff and zach braff's alien voice was like super distracting with his like little like mole mouth i was like well that's just uh that's just a guy from the, the states like then <laughs> exactly. yeah there wasn't no it's true it yeah, wasn't didn't feel like an alien meet my new friend yeah that, he felt a little out of place uh, i kind of wish he had uh yeah. like subtitles or something like woo-cha, 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 or something like that and
1: yeah yeah same same here i do agree so it's that was it's a, a the, little the English dis- yeah English.
0: so it was a little weird like that but uh the scene where he's talking about uh with leia and he's talking about like yeah the the mom just died and sort of like describing padme and leia was all like like you mm-hmm. knew my mom didn't you like are you my dad
1: a lot of references to padme in this yeah. show huh? it's been twice the second one uh, since episode two yeah it's it's yeah. yeah so that that kind of stuff i liked
0: and then, like, Vader comes out. But,
1: again, that's breaking canon again. But m- correct me if I'm wrong because you're deeper into the Star Wars mythology than I am. But I was always in- under the impression that Leia actually believed that her parents were wa- – Well, like, her adoptive parents were her real parents. Um, no. She didn't. No? She no? knew they okay. were adoptive. Because when she refers her mom in Return of the Jedi, she – She says that she, she v- refers- vaguely
0: remembers, like, small things. And I think the scene where Kenobi was talking about brief memories like uh, the mother's shawl. She's like, I think I had a brother. I think that scene was supposed to tie into that Return of the Jedi scene where Leia was like, I think I remember my mom. She's like, She was very beautiful. And I think it's something to do with just like forced memories, essentially.
1: But it's it's her Alderaan mom because maybe her Alderaan mom, mom like dies maybe in a few episodes or even later. Babe. so she 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 remembers her from when she was ten. But that wouldn't make any. No, sense. I would I, would I say know. she's very yeah. much thinking of
0: Padme in the uh, Return of the Jedi, and she's just getting like. Okay. An, an,
1: I'll buy it's that. It's a bit of a stretch because of. Uh, yeah, it's a
0: stretch. Pregnant, yeah. but I have a feeling that maybe Kenobi's gonna like share some memories like mind
1: melds
0: spock style with her
1: and that could like it's, again yeah it's filling filling yeah. some filling some blanks, filling some blanks. But yeah it's a stretch yeah there's okay, a bit of a stretch sure. there but
0: yeah i kind of can just like roll with it a little bit um because we talked about vader comes out and he means business in the the final few that was the best scene yeah.
1: that was the best scene i think in the whole episode but not not the duo yeah, when he's in the so when in he the actually lands In the village, that was... So, Vader comes out and he's,
0: like, strangling fools left, right, and center. He's, like, baiting Kenobi to come out and, like, face him. But Kenobi's, like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And, like, all these people are dying. The Jedi way would have been, like, to come out and be, like, stop it and face them head on. But...
1: Kenobi, like, but were they sure that Obi Wan was on a planet? Because for Vader to come there, yeah. Well, they had the, just, uh, the okay, probe droid. Obi Wan is that is re- okay. O- Obi Wan is really there, so you need to be yeah, there. Yeah, because the probe droid. So was just yeah. yeah. Okay, so like. So I thought maybe that was just a rumor, and he he'd still nah, nah, decide to come. Like, but yeah, no, firm the
0: the shot and everything. So Vader was like, time to go to business, and the uh, the terror that comes with like this guy who's just like indiscriminately massacring this village just to bait someone.
1: And he walks well as well. I think that he... that That's something they didn't nail in Rogue One, but they did hear the way he walks was really Empire Strikes Back kind of feeling. Yes, he walks with purpose. And he walks with purpose, and I I remember, I think it's a terrifying shot, but he actually stops because I think he senses Obi-Wan. And his breathing stops. He's just like, like... Okay, I sense yeah him. and now uh, he finishes like his. you can almost like just, imagine like, like the metal that, gear, like, metal gear yeah.
0: solid exclamation yeah. mark going
1: yeah exactly just yeah, wh- right over his head we'll be one is here yeah and then they, they do so, have their duel yeah.
0: one thing i do like about the duel quite a bit is the uh, how they actually use the force effects lightsabers and like the, the glow they actually light up the set and uh, the actors
1: so when you watch they look short the blades though they look they, they look good but they look short i don't know maybe because it would they were force effects lightsabers but you had the glow they looked really short i'm gonna have, to, <laughs> That's what I'm gonna I have to watch that
0: scene again and then like look at another scene just to like compare it didn't cross my mind that but i guess i was too like transfixed on the uh, the lighting but i'll have to watch yeah. it and take a note of that um when vader like drags him through the fire i was just like jesus episode's dark between like the stormtrooper getting bisected the children getting their neck snapped and like vader dragging uh kenobi through the fire i was like this episode's kind of brutal i do wonder why vader let kenobi go like he probably could have just like that's
1: my main
0: yeah issue he could have just like that it was lifted him through that part of me wonders if vader intentionally let him go just to let him like wallow in his pain, and then yeah. he wants to like come back. It's like a slow torture, but it's a bit of. But a it's stretch. still.
1: I mean, he could have just like kept him in prison yeah. and left him with his pain. But again, just that the fact that he didn't do anything, just like let the droid take Obi Wan and walk away, it was just like no, yeah. no, we're just gonna work. let that, that go. But work. we know, we know yeah. that it's
0: the third sister has Leia now, and that. They'll probably use Leia to like bait Kenobi back into
1: the fights. Yeah, which again, this portion I I did like that. Okay, Leia was ticking again, but how? Yeah, there's how? something
0: off with the the directions, I'm, I'm right? Like,
1: it doesn't work because it's it's just a yeah, corridor. How did she get in front? It's a straight line. How did she get in front? That doesn't yeah. that doesn't work. How? I don't know. Maybe she noticed something through the Force and she knew there was another passage. I, I have know. a feeling. And she, I need to rewatch the episode
0: again. But I have the sneaky suspicion that the shots were filmed the, the wrong direction, and they should have mirrored the shots in uh, post production. Yeah. Because I think they filmed it at the wrong angle. Because I think yeah. Leia comes out screen left, and then Riva's mm-hmm. on screen right. I think Riva should have been screen left, and Leia should have been screen right, and that would have made the yeah. orientation of the directions make sense. So I actually think they've made a mistake with the camera setups.
1: Maybe it's yeah. possible, but yeah, the, again, if we if we again, I, I know it's nitpicking, but if we notice this, it's mean they they fucked it up because if it was super well made, we wouldn't yeah. notice it, but we did. I, yeah, also
0: one thing I went, I was like, how does that make sense because Tula went back and she went out the exit and then she went to the to the the, lo- the docking bay. And, like, Leia was like, like, go on, go save him. And she kept walking. She didn't – Leia didn't turn around. Tula turned around. And Leia keeps no. walking. And Riva, who was in the first room with all the, like, the loading area where Quinlan writes his message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. was there. Mm-hmm. And then somehow she ended up at the end of the tunnel. So the, there's yeah. either a missing scene that was left on the cutting room floor or they filmed it incorrectly
1: yeah so this for sure i would say it's a technical error because it's yeah i I noticed this as well i'm just like how that's that that's that's, that doesn't work but um and finally just talk about that duel i think that even though it's 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 super awesome to see them like fighting um i think that the way it was made like gave us the impression it was a little it lacked production value in some ways because i didn't Even though I liked how Obi-Wan reacted to, like, the striking and everything, Vader's attacks look really, like, really amateur, kind of. I I don't know. It didn't look as cinematographer. I don't know. Which word can I use? It didn't look epic, you know? But uh, maybe they filmed it like that, but it didn't look something as genuine as we see in the movie. Uh. So I'm just like, uh... It was a little taken off by the effects and how it looked um but again i need to give it another chance and see it because the ambience was great vader's dialogue and obi-wan's dialogue was great the music was okay kind of out there really quiet um, surprised we i haven't heard something Imperial was missing at this point yeah, but I, again, I, 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 it's hard to me to point to put a finger on it. What's wrong with the scene? But there's something off. I can't say what, but for it's, me not it's not one hundred percent for
0: such, the production of it. But for me, it ties back to uh, a new hope. And Vader's all like, "I, I sense something—a presence I've not felt since." And seen, he walks away, 10 years ago, and then he, yeah, he yeah. confronts Kenobi later on, and he goes. When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. and um, w- w-
1: I think he refers at the time he was Anakin. Yeah, I guess, at that point. That's so what we need to I think that out. works yeah. quite well for Revenge of the
0: Sith. And now we have two duels in this particular time frame. And I think it does muddle that a little bit.
1: It does. Yeah, they, they're taking a lot of liberties yeah. because before the show, I think we were just saying to ourselves, well, Obi-Wan and Vader do not meet since Revenge of the yeah. Sith. But now they just, no, they met twice. Yeah. <laughs> and they at, fought at twice. At least twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least twice. And I'm just, okay, well, be sure to make it work with the dialogue of A New yeah. Hope because if it doesn't, like fans are going to be angry and there's going to be some inconsistencies. Yeah. But... And then. V- I'm also appreciate. wondering, like, sorry, go ahead.
0: Yeah. We're, we're like they're gonna have their rematch. Uh, I would assume in the the sixth episode, and then I would imagine Kenobi comes out on the top in some way, shape, or form. Does Vader just like forget about Kenobi for the next nine nine no, years? I think he fakes.
1: I guess he fakes. I think he fakes his death. That's yeah. the only. That's the only way they can make it work because if Obi-Wan is still alive, but he is still alive, of course, after uh, the last episode. But if people think he's still alive, Vader's going to keep on hunting him. So I'm just like, no, he needs to make Vader believe that he's gone. But and so Vader is surprised in episode four because he senses Uh, the presence. And I think that's what they're aiming at. They're like he he senses the presence like, well, I, I felt this before, but that doesn't make any sense. He's dead. So I think that's because that that's what he says to Tarkin in episode four. You remember because he's like, he is here, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Surely he's dead by now is like, no, don't the, underestimate the force. So I think Vader thinks that Obi-Wan is dead. That that's that's the only way that it could work. But they, they can't F yeah. this up. I mean they, they need to make I it. I wonder right if it's because, gonna be
0: something where they they yeah. staged the death or it was such a thing where kenobi like could have actually died but he lucked out and he he just escaped luckily or if it's all part of the plan yeah,
1: one or the other yeah. yeah one or the other but and again the whole leia thing we'll need to see and i'm curious as well if if are we gonna go back to tatooine before the end i'm sure maybe in the last episode yeah but I, I would was, imagine the last i scene. would be shocked i would be shocked if you don't have like more scenes with either like Owen and Luke, young Luke. I was sure that we had like a few scenes with young Luke with Obi Wan, who actually maybe you know how the, the show ends. Time.
0: How Kenobi giving either Luke or Owen the, the model ship
1: again, yeah. but yeah, but, but he'll but, take yeah. it or yeah. Luke, yeah. Think, but he'll uh, accept yeah. it. I think to Luke, yeah, yeah he'll accept it. Yeah. yeah, that would make sense, yeah. and then Hopefully. he'll see the yeah. sunsets. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yeah, so again, same thing for, for... I think it's... And again, maybe they heard our cry after Boba Fett. They're just like, you don't want any more Tatooine? All right, we heard you. Like, Obi-Wan's going to be there in episode one and back in episode six, but he won't spend his time there. It's going to be an adventure yeah. story out of Tatooine. So, yeah.
0: Well, we got three more left. Uh, we'll touch base on the final three episodes when we've wrapped up the show.
1: Right. Yeah. For sure. So yeah, it's been an hour and fifteen minutes. It's been a while, but yeah, we, a- we have so much geeking out to do in Obi Wan. Yeah. So <laughs> it, took, it took a while. We hope you enjoy the the journey and the conversation
0: with us, as always. If you but, you've, but final, well, remarks, final remarks though, again. just
1: like did you just did you uh, overall episode one two three? You like it? Is as expected or yeah, overall under, overall I'm like, liking not, it. Not not what you yeah, expected. Yeah, overall I'm liking. Yeah, it. me uh, too.
0: At the end of the day, like nitpicks, uh, little canon things, and a few eyebrow razy things but overall like I'm liking it like way more than Book of Boba Fett for example Oh yeah uh, that's not even a question I liked a lot yeah, more yeah. than season 1 of Mando we'll see where we go yeah. on season 2 of Mando cuz I like season 2 of Mando more than season 1
1: Same here I would say that it's it's close maybe to season 2 of Mando maybe as good or a, maybe a little under but again after the three other episodes maybe it's yeah. going to change but Better than Boba yeah. and yeah, I would say maybe better than the first season of yeah. the man So we'll World see where it goes, goes afterwards. Yeah. But
0: that's uh
1: a sol- solid it's first solid. three it's good. at
0: the end of the day.
1: Yeah. yeah. Alright. I we agree on this, brother. All right. So So we'll have more next time. Um I'll uh, I'll confirm your positive. <laughs> review of top gun we'll we'll do some more of obi-wan yeah. in the next episode and what else we is got coming, jurassic com- world coming
0: out, out we... um, next yeah. week so it'd be nice if we can talk uh, maybe next episode i believe you have a buddy of yours who like loves jurassic park so if we,
1: there yeah. is yeah i'm trying to get it to get him on the show but that would be a perfect yeah if you want to do maybe like a jurassic so, yeah.
0: like dedicate the whole episode to the jurassic franchise
1: yeah, I would say that would be great. Uh, I'll get on it. I'll keep you posted. But yeah, that would be a great, uh, yeah. great idea for an episode. Um, so this will be one. And I think there's another show coming, but I'm forgetting what what's what needs to be discussed. Yeah, we'll
0: figure it out. So I'm, um, f- we'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out. Fred's going to have a review somewhere. of <laughs> the offer on Screen Hub soon.
1: Yes. And we'll probably post. I'll do another review Yeah, on, on the air, on, on the podcast, because it's a really good show. If you're subscribed to Paramount+, Plus, guys, maybe you're not that that many out there because it's more of a niche platform but um give the offer a try if you love the godfather it's really good it's good it's a good show So stay tuned for Um, that i'm gonna have yeah for sure 100 uh, but we'll find some yeah for sure worries um as always
0: give this review uh, give this show a review a like we're available on spotify apple google Podcasts, anchor fm Share it around. Uh, get the word out there. We're, we're always uh, excited to do that. We're also going to have a pretty neat promo coming out soon. So s- yeah, yes, stay tuned for that.
1: Yes, video and photo promo. Stay tuned for that. But, it's uh, yeah, we're doing, we're going visual. Yeah, we'll have a, <laughs> we'll have a visual teaser so. <laughs> coming out for the show soon. And stay yeah. tuned
0: for more information on that and from the kick-ass team who made it for us
1: yes 100% it's good it's good it's stuff, good stuff. Uh, can't wait for you guys to see it so on that note Sean enjoy your weekend cheers, cheers. Uh,
0: enjoy it and thanks everyone for listening
1: thanks guys Take see care. You. Bye
0: you